Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, dew sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green here on AM860, The Answer and the Golf News Network. I'm JT, and this is the show where we talk to some truly interesting people in the world of golf. I kind of like the characters and curmudgeons and the carefree souls that make this game and the folks in it and around it we're talking to. And uh, we hit a home run as usual. Uh, this segment of Grilling at the Green is brought to you by Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended, and our friends down at Langdon Farms in Aurora. Um, Langdon Farms is a great place to golf. And speaking of golfing, I've asked our friend Dave Grill from Delta Putt to join us today to talk about, the, I think it's a very unique and kind of phenomenal thing that Dave has invented. He's been on the show before. We talked to him a couple different times, but his line, if you will, of products with Delta Putt has grown. So Dave, first of all, Dave Grill, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks for having me on again. No worries. So real quickly, what prompted you? First, I guess you better describe what it is and then tell us how you came up with this. Well, why don't I describe how I came up with it first? Is Whatever. I played a lot of competitive golf, you know, growing up through college. Uh, you know, got married, had the kid thing, and then just quit playing literally for about eighteen years. I'd play maybe three or four scrambles a year. Every time I went out there, you know, you can get by on, you know, you're going to spray some drives and stuff. But the main thing was the short game, and particularly the putting. Sure, it was just brutal. So I, I came up. With I said, I have to come up with a way to practice at home. And what I did, it evolved a little bit, but I developed, it's a triangular puck. And on each of the three sides, it has a protrusion, which is the exact size of a golf ball. But it only extends out, you know, a sixteenth of an inch, three sixteenths, and an eighth of an inch on one of the three sides. And we have the, the amateur, the pro, and the tour side is what we call them. Each is a little bit more difficult as you get around to the tour side. But what this thing does, you can use it on a mat that comes with it, throw it on any flat surface, carpet, hardwood, whatever. And you can at home take a few strokes with it, and it gives you instant feedback on whether your stroke path is straight down your line, whether it's inside out or outside in, as well as the face angle of your putter face at impact. And it it's just physics. If if I do this, the puck does that, and the puck does not lie, you know, because it's going to react, you know, equal and opposite reaction of what you're doing. So it gives you really good instant feedback, and in just a few strokes, you can make 
little adjustments. Normally, for most people, it's it's quite frankly in ball position. They either have it a little too far forward, a little too far back. Um, so you can tweak that a little bit until you're stroking it straight down the line. And as you use it, it just, it really does, you know, people talk about muscle memory. I talk about, you know, kinesthetic, everything. You can just feel when you are set up perfectly once you get out to the golf course now. And if you set up, your your body's kind of saying, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, you got that just a fraction too far forward. So you, you know, waggle a little bit. Once you're set, make your stroke. My putting, if I would have had this back 50 years ago, um, I probably would have been a, a much, much lower handicap because my putting now is better than it was ever. And it's simply because of the Delta putt. So explain what it looks like. I mean, you gave us the dynamics and stuff, but to kind of give us more of a visual. Now, let me throw something out at you. To, if you've ever seen a pool table and the rack that you put the balls in when you're queuing up the, the balls to, to shoot some pool, that's kind of an oversized version, I guess, of what Dave's talking about. Would that be a fair assessment? That's a very fair assessment. Now, the thing about that is, again, on each of the three sides, there is a a protrusion. Mm-hmm. So like the back of the ball would extend out from that flat edge on all those three sides of the triangle. So when you stroke it, if you are if you are perfectly square, it's going to track straight down your line. If you are a little bit open, you're going to kind of hit the ball and the edge of the flat surface as well. And that thing, if you miss it more than a degree or two open or close, that thing can spin like a top down, you know, down the mat. Oh, sure. I've done it. So, <laughs> yeah, I know we've, we've messed around with it before. We've, we've both seen that. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it really is. It's, it, it's a very simple device, but everybody, whether you're a brand new to the game or whether you're a touring pro is going to get feedback from it. Hopefully the feedback you get is that the puck tracks straight down the line and the leading point doesn't deviate right or left, which means you just put a perfect straight down your intended line stroke path and perfectly square at impact. That is really, really hard to do. I mean, even I, I, used it with many, you know, great players. And it was, it's kind of interesting. So at first they're like, Oh no, I'm not, I'm a great putter. It's like, well, here, just try this. And they'll make a few strokes with it. And it's like, Whoa, man, I didn't know I was doing that. Um, and that's, that's what I think the, the great value of the Delta putt is it, it, all it is, it gives you feedback. You can't correct something if you don't know what you're doing, you know, you don't, if you don't know what you're doing wrong, you can't correct it. This will instantly tell you, oh, okay, boy, I'm, I'm coming through and I'm not letting that toe close. I'm, you know, coming straight down my line, but I'm, I'm leaving that toe open through impact. And, you know, it's, it will show you that you're doing exactly that. Well, and if, if somebody's listening <clears throat> out there and you're driving in your car and you're thinking about what to get, dad or mom or sis or brother or friend who is a golfer something for christmas this is a great gift now you may not understand what dave's talking about leaving the toe open or closed or you know hooding it or whatever but the point is 
if you've got somebody that's serious about golf, they would appreciate the feedback, like David was talking about there, from Delta Putt, because it won't lie to you. I can attest to that. I'm raising my hand. You can't see me, Dave, but I can, I'm can. i raising my hand here that says it will not lie to you. <laughs> it, it cannot lie, because it's just a reaction of what, what your stroke is doing and your putter face is doing. It's been it's been great. I have one in my house. You were kind enough to let me have one. We've done that. And we've got one here at the radio station. But I noticed the sales manager always keeps locked up in his office. I'm not sure why. But um, probably because he couldn't get any work done from anybody around here if it, it was out in the hallway. But it, it's, um, it's very practical. They're not, uh, I'm going to guess, what are they, about 30 bucks, 35 bucks anymore? Yep. Well, figure 40, 40 bucks for bucks for round figures. We have evolved. We have a game version now, uh-huh. which the three, the three Delta putt products at this point are the Delta putt, which is the individual practice mat. It's four feet long. You can use it anywhere. You can keep it rolled up in your bag, in your golf bag, out on the golf course. Then we've got a game version. It's eight feet long by a foot wide. It comes with four of the pucks and you play it like shuffleboard. Ah. You can, play it you know against an individual actually four guys can play it and then we've got the delta dueler combo which is a package of, of both the game map the delta putt individual map is packaged um as the combo unit so those are the those are the three and it's been kind of interesting here of late uh, you know we're getting getting into the holiday season and and we've been doing some online stuff and the game version is really becoming popular. It's it's far and wide outselling the individual um, Delta putt. It's selling a lot of combos as well, but uh, people like the gaming aspect and the fun aspect of it, as, of it as well. Cool. Now, real quick, where can they find it? I know if you're listening in the Portland area, though, there are some um, golf courses. I don't know if you can get into their pro shops. I think you can, but it's probably a you know, 20 foot length or some ridiculous thing now, but, right. they, but they've got that. And then you can get it online. Tell us about that real quick, please. Well, Redtail is, has them stocked down in Eugene, uh, Fiddler's green. I think Rose city may have a yeah. few, but th- there are some around Delta or the Delta Either one of those. Dave Grill, the president and inventor of the Delta putt, uh, Thanks, buddy, for being on the show. Dave and I don't live very far from each other, so we know each other pretty well. But I always thought that this was a, a, a brilliant idea. We'll be back with more Grilling at the Green after this. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green uh, here on, um, what are we, AM860, The Answer, and also the Golf News Network and about pushing 20 platforms out there now that you can listen to this show on. It's doing quite well, and we thank you for that here. Uh, we've invited my friend David Stead, who's the general manager at Langdon Farms. You hear me talk about Langdon Farms on this show quite a bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's 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 really a special place out there, and David's really worked hard to make it that way. Also, don't forget, they, even though we can't go in right as we're, we're doing this show, now that might change in a week, but uh, you can't go in and sit down in the restaurant, but you can do takeout. So I'm going to tell you about that, too, in a little bit. But, David, welcome. 
Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you uh, having me on the show again. No worries. It is Christmas time, even though it may not seem like it. It is barreling towards the Christmas season, and shortly thereafter, it will no longer be 2020, which I think will be a great relief to a lot of people, myself included. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about Christmas gifts uh, for golfers. And at the at Langdon, you've got a great pro shop there. So if, if somebody has a golfer uh, in their uh, home or they know somebody like that, tell us some of the things that are available for golfers, uh, especially things, David, that may not be um, first blush thoughts for somebody who doesn't golf. You know, what do they get them type thing? Well, I would say this, Jeff, the trend in 2020 uh, has been towards purchasing new equipment, believe it or not. I can't say that that's been powered by any major um, technology changes by any means, but, um, you know, I don't know if, if folks have seemed to have more disposable income and and as a result of the pandemic we're in here have found themselves in uh, in need of some new golf clubs because they're playing more golf. Um, that's really been kind of the hot item in and around um, golf this year, as, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, of course, gift cards always go a long way in sure. terms of, you know, helping somebody get on the golf course more often, or at least, uh, you know, gifting them around a golf or two. So those two items would be the ones that I would certainly suggest, um, you know, in terms of, uh, items that I would be looking to, uh, you know, to give out this holiday season. When somebody golf clubs, go golf ahead, clubs are a little different, sorry. Um, you know, simply because, um, you know, uh, we recommend here that uh, that you always get fit for your golf clubs. So, uh, you know, I hate to come back to the old traditional gift card, but, you know, if you wanted to contribute or, or purchase something for somebody, you know, gift cards are usually the best way. That way they can get what they want. Sure. And, uh, as you know, Jeff, golfers can be a little fickle uh, in terms <laughs> of the particular brands they like or, you know, uh, how they want to set up, et cetera. And there's just so many options in the golf equipment world these days that, getting custom fit is really the only way to buy a new club. Could they actually um, get a certificate for them or a gift card or whatever you want to call it and say, okay, I, I, you've got a club thing and here are, uh, here's $300 or whatever towards your new set of titles that I know you want. And uh, can they kind of direct it that way? And, and, and actually, um, how does one go about getting fitted at Langdon? Well, to answer your first question, um, we don't specifically allocate gift cards. Uh, you know, what we would suggest is, you know, in the card when when you provide, you know, the receiver a gift card that they, you know, you just note in there a contribution towards your new Titleist driver or sure. whatever the case may be. Um, so, so that's the way we encourage it, and that's always open ended, just in case. Um, you know, again, the reason we recommend getting fit is because sometimes you can get out and go through a fitting and realize that, you know, that club that you thought you wanted isn't any better than the club that you already have. And so, you know, the benefit of a gift card is it can be applied to other things, you know, whether that's greens fees or, um, you know, just having a burger and a beer after your round uh, here at Langdon or, you know, purchasing Gatorade on the beverage card, what, you know, whatever suits you. Sure. So I think it just gives you a, a little bit more flexibility um, one. And then the other, the other uh, question you had was, you know, we're pretty flexible with our, with our club fitting. Um, 
And so, you know, we just recommend folks come in and see one of our uh, our pros uh, behind the counter, and and they can certainly start the conversation and find out to the extent that you need to be fit, because everybody's a little bit different, you know, depending on the skill and and uh, and your thirst for, you know, all of the technology that's out there. You know, it's it's hard to say that there's a one size fits all for how you get fit for a golf club, because everybody you know thrives on that a little bit differently. Some want to get into the nitty gritty of you know, the weight position in the head and how that might impact ball flight or the weight of the shaft or, or the flex point of the shaft. You know, some people just say, Hey, I like the looks of that. I'll take that one. So, you know, there's just the whole gamut of, of, of people's desires in terms of getting club fit. Call me crazy, David. And you probably have a few times, but, um, I'm not so sure that there's that many golfers at that level to worry about some of those things you mentioned. Um, the, you know, from what I see when I'm on the course, nobody in my group's that sharp. I'll put it that way. You know, uh, um, usually it goes down to just personal preference. If you like Titleists or Cobras or Callaways or Pings or whatever, you know, but, uh, they're, they're not so much down to the weight and, you know, maybe they shave a degree or add a degree or something like that. Um, you've got to be fairly serious about your golf if you're doing some of those things uh you know i I guess i would beg to differ there a little bit just from the standpoint that a good club fitter can can and will do that for you and yes you're right um you know the more skilled player uh can benefit from more of those tweaks than others but those tweaks are still important for everybody and you know, it, going through a club fit with somebody who's a good club fitter can, you know, give you the opportunity maybe to have those things dialed in for you without you even knowing it. So they can make an impact. They can help. There's, there's significant adjustments you can make to a club that could, could change the shape and style of somebody's golf swing over time, just because of uh, the way you set a lie angle. Uh, somebody who tends to come in real steep would find it hard to you know make contact with a club that is um, very flat. And as a result, could then change their the shape of their golf swing uh, sometimes for the better. So, you know, tweaks right. to golf clubs can be some of the reason why you swing certain ways because you've manipulated your body in a way to to make a club per, more productive. And what I'm suggesting here with club fitting is the club should fit you and your goals. So, you know, yeah. if you're in the midst of a big swing change, you know, you may want a club that fits you in a certain way to, to encourage those swing changes. You may want a club that fits you exactly how you are because you just want to make the best contact you can with what you have. And, and all of those things are okay, but a good club fitter will, will sift through those details and they'll um, determine how best to fit you. There you so, go. Uh, we are... The answer to your question is, is, is yes, you know, you should focus on them to the depth that you understand what's actually happening should be you know, the relationship you have with your club there. There you go. Uh, we are talking Christmas gifts and we're talking with David Stead from Langdon Farms. We're going to take a break here on Girling at the Green. We'll be back in just a minute. Please stay with us. More good stuff to come. Hey, it's JT. And this part of Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Ben Hogan Golf. Check them out online at benhogangolf.com. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. Hey everybody, welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. Today we're talking with David Stead from Langdon Farms. We'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef the way nature intended. It is good stuff. And by the way, if you're going to do a prime rib, um, and I kind of cringe every time I say that because technically that's not what it is, but if you're going to serve a prime rib roast at dinner, 
you should probably get on it if they're if you're going to buy a painted hills roast or some other brand and make sure your grocery store is going to have it and and the size and amount that you want um because they are the pre-orders are going nuts around not just for painted hills but for all the quality meats out there also ben hogan golf tour quality clubs at factory direct prices that's ben hogan golf.com we're talking with uh, david stead today general manager of um Langdon Farms, my favorite place to go. And plus, you're only 10 minutes from my house, so that makes it even more favorite for me out there. You know, Jeff, to be honest with you, that becomes uh, the reason that many people choose uh, their golf course as their favorite. But we like to think we got a pretty good layout, and we do our best to keep it in great condition. So, Oh, you do? That sets us above uh, a few others, but uh, location in a lot of cases is the driving factor about where people go to play their golf. Uh, it is, and I'll tell you, you know, you're – um, the first time I played Langdon, which has been quite a while now, and we're talking years, the one thing that I noticed the first time I played it, and I had played it, it was late, it was long before you came. Um, I'd played it kind of late in the summer, early in the fall, and I noticed the kind of the French drains, you know, across the freeway, across the freeway, across the fairway. And um, who the person I was playing with said, Oh yeah, this is one of the best courses for, you know, like zero standing water, uh, except maybe occasionally in a bunker if we've had a rainstorm. And I said, really? Yeah. So I came back and played it uh, about a month and a half later after we'd had a significant amount of rain. And he was right. And I know you've only improved on that in the years since you've been there, but that's one of the great things I I like about Langdon is um, I don't need pontoons to get around it. You know, we've we've spent a lot of time and money um, uh, making sure that that's the case, and it's a combination of two things. Um, you saw the French drains, and they're not necessarily well; they're French drains, but you know, we we install them in a way that the grass grows back over them, so mm-hmm. it's not like you have trenches of gravel running down the middle of the fairway or anything. You know, you you know, in in, in many cases, if not all, you don't even know that they're there. Right. Um, and, and the other the other part of that that's really important is not just the drains, but it's the complexion of the soil. You know, Langdon was built on what was what used to be farmland, and therefore, you know, soil that uh, that generally drains okay, but it had enough clay mixed in there. Especially as they um, they moved a lot of dirt around, they got into a new layer of soil that that wasn't the original soil that was farmed. But anyway, um, we've we've worked really hard to change the complexion of that. And if you go down. 12 to 16 inches into our soil, you'll notice um, a lot of sand. And uh, for years, we've been aggressively spreading sand twice a year in an effort to really change that complexion. And that, that in combination with the drains is what makes the course drain so well. And I will say, you know, that uh, challenge you used to have with our bunkers filling with water. We only have one after our bunker project last year, we had one, one bunker out of the, the uh, 35 or so that we redid, um, that's not draining well and uh, we need to get back in there and fix that. Yeah. But it's, it was a noticeable difference. I, I after you did that, cause I, I was out there a few times when you were working on the bunkers and I actually took some pictures and stuff. I came across them the other day and I thought, Oh, you know, that was a great project. And um, it's, it's quite refreshing because sometimes you go to another course and it's this time of year and it's rained. And of course we get a lot of that up here in the Northwest and there's a nice puddle in the bottom of the bunker and there's your ball sitting right in the middle of it, you know? And so 
it's it's certainly not the end of the world, but you don't have that issue uh, at Langdon. So I want to get back to Christmas, though, David. Um, yeah, let's do it. You also got, um, you know, shelves and and uh, you've got clubs and clothes and golf balls and you've got small things, too. And it's, it's a lot of times, you know, I appreciate the little small things that somebody that knows me and wants to get me a, a Christmas gift. Uh, you've got you know, ball markers for both, uh, you know, the Langdon Farms, you've got them for Oregon State, OSU, or U of O, you've got different kind of customized head covers, you've got a whole litany of things there. And um, so if somebody comes in there, kind of give them a little bit of a rundown, and I'm not going to hold you to trying to remember the price points on everything, but kind of give them a short list of some things they could look for or ask one of the pros at the counter to point them in that direction. Uh, you know, if they had a budget of, you know, 50 bucks or less, something like that. Yeah. You, you touched on a whole bunch of those, uh, those items that are great for that ball markers and different repair tools, et cetera. <laughs> Um, we've actually tried to do some non-traditional golf stuff because, you know, a lot of times golfers can be, you know, real loyal to the course that they play on a regular basis. So, um, you know, water bottles, uh, coffee mugs, uh, those that type of glassware has been uh, real popular as of late, particularly these, uh, you know, these beverage containers that can keep your beverage either really cold or really hot, depending sure. on what you're using it for. Um, T-shirts, you know, we've really found that people, uh, people like to wear t-shirts. And, uh, so we've customized Langdonized some of those t-shirts for you. And, uh, we have a few of those for sale. So try to do some of the, you know, the non-traditional stuff. Um, you know, head covers have been around golf as you know, forever and, um, kind of ebbed and flowed over the years in terms of, uh, you know, back in the day when you bought a club, but it didn't come with a head cover, you had to buy a head cover for it. And now, you know, most everything, uh, brand new comes with a head cover. So, uh, sometimes people will customize those, and we have we have custom head covers as well that that can do everything. Not only are they for Langdon Farms, but uh, you know your favorite sporting team, all that stuff's all real accessible for us. Oh, that's great! And you can, I, I know the closer it gets to Christmas, the more difficult it because it becomes. But you can special order things for people. I'm assuming from certain yeah, vendors. Yeah, we're doing a a, a neat special order. Uh, niche opportunity with FootJoy right now, and it's been sent out to uh, some of our better customers. We haven't exposed it to everybody yet, but we're kind of working in that direction. Uh, kind of exclusive offer uh, with some fairly significant discounts for FootJoy shoes. So uh, folks on our mailing list, email list, are uh, are, are getting information about that uh, based on availability. So, you know, we do a lot of neat things like that. Oh, cool. Speaking of neat things, uh, here's our buddy Bruce Furman with your golf tip of the week. And you can also buy a lesson package at Langdon for Bruce if you want to. But here's Bruce. Hi, this is Bruce Furman. I'm the director of instruction out at Langdon Farms Golf Club. And today's tip, I'm going to talk a little bit about your grip and, and your wrist positions. And most people that are average players have no clue. They just hold the club, whatever feels comfortable. But the face is the biggest determination of how the ball starts. So the, wherever your face is aimed at impact, that's where the ball is going to start. And then the combination of the path, meaning the direction your club is, is going, and the face, that determines how much it's going to curve. And so how you hold the club and how your wrists are when you swing back and down are very important, and you should understand what your tendencies are. And, there are 
three basic wrist positions at the top of the swing. There's bowed wrists, and that's somebody like John Rahm or Kepka or Morikawa. They usually have what we call a combination grip, where they have a weaker left hand, and I'm talking about a right-handed player, by the way, a weaker left hand grip and a strong right hand, and that tends to bow the wrist. And there's a lot of guys doing that right now. It's not that easy to do. I don't normally recommend everybody trying to do that, but it, it does work. And then there's what's called a flat left wrist at the top, and, and that's more of a neutral grip, and that would be somebody like Tiger or, or Adam Scott. And then there's a cupped wrist at the top, and that's usually from a strong grip, which means for a right-hander the grip is to the right, or more, you'll see more knuckles. Somebody like Couples has that. So how your wrists are at the top and how they come down, whether you're flexing your wrists, which means bending the palm down towards your wrist, or you're extending, raising the back of the hand toward uh, your, your forearm, those things make a big difference on how that club face comes into the ball. And so you should understand that. And if you don't, you should go see a pro and uh, make sure that you understand that and match all those things up. And then you'll play a lot better golf. Thank you, Bruce. We appreciate that. And like I've said many times on the show, you can go to Langdon Farms website. Uh, you can click on the instruction icon there, do the little drop down menu. There's a picture of Bruce. You can uh, book lessons with him through the pro shop there. Um, he's got a Twitter presence and, and, and Facebook and Instagram or something, I think. But anyway, you can reach him through most of those modes and uh, get a lesson with him. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back with David Stead, the general manager of Langdon Farms, here just very shortly. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. But the fire is so delightful. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back here to Grilling at the Green on AM860, The Answer, and the Golf News Network, and every possible conceivable platform that we can be broadcast on. We are out there. Um, I did find out, David, and I don't know if you realize this, but there are close to a thousand golf podcasts out there. A thousand. I, I had no idea. Yeah. But, uh, I actually kind of doesn't surprise me. I mean, uh, it, just, it just doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I've made fun of it, you know, and I've said stuff like, well, now officially there's a podcast for every two golfers or three golfers or whatever. Um, it's not quite that many. I wasn't, I, I wasn't surprised on one hand. And on the other hand, I went, where did all these people come from? You know, so, <laughs> but I will tell you that this show ranks uh, within the top 200, uh, across the world. So that's a good thing here. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing that. So what does David Stead want for Christmas? Oh, I'm a terrible person to buy a gift for Jeff. I, uh, <laughs> You know, I'm the kind of person that when I need something, I buy for myself, and uh, and then I blink and it's Christmas, and I think, oh boy, if I had told my wife, you know, you can get me this or get me that. But uh, you know, I, I I'm I'm a pretty simple guy, so I don't, uh, you know, I'm not much of a shopper, and again, I'm more of a necessity uh, person. So buying something for me can be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Did I successfully dodge your question? Absolutely. And I'm very proud of you for that. I I thought you did a great job there. So if I, if, if somebody walked up to you and if they, um, you know, caught you over at the pro shop and said, 
uh, David, I'm I'm here and I'm shopping for my cousin Bernie, uh, who I haven't seen in 15 years, but I understand he golfs. What do you tell him? I mean, that's a really abstract question. I get that, but it happens because um, people have no idea. If you're not in the world of golf, you think of like balls and clubs, probably, and maybe plus four knickers or something. I don't know what people think about us, but, but uh, there's lots of stuff you can get people. My go-to in that case would be a golf ball. And, uh, and, and this might sound a little corny, but uh, I'd go for the best. And I, I, I've always found success with, um, with the Pro V1 or the Pro V1 X. Uh, sure. I think you can't go wrong with that. Uh, and actually it, it fits more people than they're willing to admit because of its, its uh, characteristics. And what I mean by that is its, its ability to perform around the greens. A lot of folks say, oh, I'm not good enough to play that ball. But as a matter of fact, that's exactly who should be playing that ball because you're the one that needs the extra spin and, and grab around the greens that a Pro V1 or Pro V1X can, can provide for you. So I think that's a great Christmas gift because, um, you know, sometimes people won't buy that for themselves because of the price. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's a it's an under $50 gift and uh, and everybody, nobody ever has enough golf balls. Let's put it that way. No, that's true. Is it too late to get their name put on them? Um, we're running out of time on that, and I apologize. Uh, I don't remember the cutoff for that. Oh, sure. Um, but certainly, if you were going to do any kind of customization, uh, uh, sooner the better. You know, as you know, with all the e-commerce shopping right now, all these uh, delivery networks are just plugged up with stuff and uh, having a hard time keeping up. More more delivery delays than ever, so get your order in so uh, you can get it by, by Christmas time. Do you remember a cartoon called Bill the Cat? I don't remember that. Okay, well, Bill the Cat was part of, I don't know if it was Doonesbury or one of those, but Bill the Cat was this crazy, one-eyed, maniacal-looking cat. That's what our UPS driver at home looks like. (laughs) His eyes are all, he looks like he's going to hang from the ceiling at any minute. Uh, I ran into him the other day out at the mailbox and he was like, are you all right? He goes, it's Christmas, dude. I got to go. Off off he went in his truck. So like you said, things are plugged up there. Put on your uh, prognostication hat, David, and we're going to keep you over for the after hour segment. But for this part of the show, we've still got a couple minutes. We actually did pretty good during the year of the pandemic here. Put on your Kreskin hat and look out in the future. What do you see for the next year? Boy, that's a real tough one. You know, six months ago, I would have felt like I had a better handle on it. But with with all the ups and downs we've had over the last year, um, boy, it's hard to predict. You know, I think I think if I had to bank on anything, it would be the development of some sort of vaccine. And uh, I'm not a scientist by any means, so I, I don't know. You know, the, the question mark I have is what's the what's the effectiveness of those when they really get released into the to the public, and you know, how soon are they going to start to mitigate the risk of getting COVID? You know. I don't know. Uh, at this point in time, if 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 the pan if COVID has taught me anything, it's to just be prepared for the worst. Um, so if you get the best, it's a whole lot easier. And uh, you know, in my mind, while I'm not hoping for it, I'm, I'm preparing for you know a similar at least first half of uh, 2021 as uh, what most of 2020 has been like. So you know, very few, a lot of gathering restrictions and uh, just being prepared to spread people out, which is good for us in golf because, you know, it's an outdoor activity and it's a spread out activity. Uh, David Stead, general manager at Langdon Farms. David's going to stick around for the after hours, but thank you for being on the regular show. Also, we always appreciate when you take the time to, to visit with us, David. 
Jeff, thanks for having me as always. No worries. We'll be back next week with some more Christmas ideas for you here on Grilling at the Green. Until then, enjoy your week and stay safe, everybody. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved.